Hey, thank you for once again joining us here on yet another awesome podcast episode of Your Spiritual Shift, which is all part of the Superconscious Success Series. I'm Carl Gruber, your co-host for the show, along with one of Australia's finest, Jennifer Matthews. It is our mission in life to bring forward into your mind and heart the teachers, authors, and experts, plus ascended master teachers and is here to help you raise your awareness and understanding of all things metaphysical, spiritual, and enlightening. Now, before we meet today's guest, please take a moment to click that subscribe button to this channel so you never, ever miss a single episode. Now, here is my co-host, Jennifer Matthews, to tell you about our featured guest. Thanks so much for that, Carl. Now, on today's episode, we have Susan Kennard, and she is known as a spiritual scientist who bridges the science and the spiritual, closing the gap of the scepticism with her intuitive skills and her scientific knowledge. Now, as a psychologist, psychotherapist, and neuropsychologist, she blends these science skills with her inner work and her intuition to help understand the best way that people can heal from within. Now, over the years, she has used different tools, processes, and and activations to help people to access their self-love and to let go of the past. Now, Susan was given the gift of clairvoyance, clairsentience, and clairaudience, which she combines her knowledge of in the spiritual world. She is a teacher and works with many guides, the Ascended Masters, the Angels, and the Galactic Guides. She also uses light language, sings tones, and sees DNA transformed during these sessions. Not only is she the host of her own show, the Spiritual Awakener podcast, but she's the creator of a new galactic healing technology, which enables people to simply trust and surrender as they are symbolically taken into the galactic crystal chambers wow susan thank you so much for being here with us today thank you so much jennifer my goodness as i was listening to that i was like my goodness i do a lot <laughs> yeah you do you do absolutely and we've been so excited to have you on to tell some of your stories so before we get started how about you go into your story as to how you've so sort of come to be where you are now Sure, absolutely. I mean, I think probably when I think about um, kind of the reason why I had the Spiritual Awakening podcast two and a half years ago mm -hmm. was because I feel that we've all we've all got a spiritual awakening story and that spiritual awakening story, we have many of them, of course, but mm -hmm. key, key pivotal moments in our life lead us to really be who we're meant to be in the world. And so I feel that, you know, I have many, but the one that really comes to me is um, because I definitely didn't mean to be a medium mm -hmm. consciously. I didn't, that was not on my plan. You know, my plan, I worked in child protection. I was a trauma specialist. Uh, I worked with drugs and alcohol. I, you know, I, I did research into childhood trauma and I was doing all of that mm -hmm. and uh, working for local authority. And um, on the other side of it, I was leading a double life. Now, the reason why I was leading a double life was because, and this was a long time ago, right? <laughs> it was mm -hmm. in my 20s. was because in those days, you didn't really talk about spiritual stuff, no. right? You just didn't, you especially didn't if you worked for local authority. So um, the, the two didn't meet, but I had that with me, in, within me. And the reason for that was because I had this spiritual awakening whilst I was doing my postgraduate degree in psychotherapy where a dear friend took his life so okay. um he had been a, a boyfriend previously 
and um, who's from New Zealand. His name's Martin. I actually named my son after him, uh, not because he was his, but mm. latterly, you know, like in, in life, I decided to keep his name alive, which is really lovely. Yeah, that's so, you know, to keep Martin alive. Um, he's always around anyway. But so he took his life and, and I'd never had any experience um, like this before. Obviously it was traumatic. And then a few months later, I had um, what we would call a visitation. Mm -hmm. And that visitation um, scared me after yeah. death because I was in a cold kind of sweat and could not move. And yet there was also a sense that I was perfectly fine so it's kind of difficult to get a grasp of that unless you've experienced it but mm -hmm. i was asleep but not asleep yeah and of course then i knew that there was something more to us than there was but that took me several months and it wasn't until i had a, a, a reading with someone that i didn't intend to have either that a friend of mine said oh stop talking about this thing that happened to you you know it's probably a load of rubbish but just no. let's get you a reading so I had this reading and she told me everything about Martin because we mm -hmm. traveled to New Zealand together. We'd had holidays. We've done things that people didn't know about. Yeah. And so, you know, just between him and I. And so she brought through all of this information. And in those days, they came and visited you at your home. Like, you, we don't really do that now. Yeah. And she looked at my hands and she just said, and this is your path. And I said, what do you mean this is my path? And she said, you're actually a natural medium mm -hmm. and i said no of course not i'm a psychologist i'm trained to be a psychotherapist you know um this certainly is not what i'm planning to do and she said well you know just be open to it so i wasn't open to it yeah, of course <laughs> no, no no i'm not gonna do that and then one day um i just started seeing loads of signs for transcendental meditation mm. um which we call tm obviously now and I just kept seeing them and I thought, well, I was doing a lot of work and I was tired and my brain was a bit addled. And I thought, I'll just do it and see what happens. Well, that was it. Wow. The whole world opened up. I started to hear, I started to get the sense that I needed to go to the College of Psychic Studies, which definitely would not have been on my radar. And I started to read. I went to all these courses, workshops, and I read avidly because of being a scientist and like someone who was yeah. evident, I was like, give me evidence that this isn't true, right? So I was that kind of person, which I think makes it quite good in a way because I question. Yeah, so, but I love yeah. I love what you said, give me evidence that this isn't true, as opposed yeah. to what most people would say, which is give me evidence that this is true. So I love yeah, that it was, because it, it's really about, because you already yeah. confirmed within yourself that it is. That's the thing. Like, it's kind of like, so I love, I love how you put that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, someone show me that, you know, kind of this is, cause you know, a lot of scientists talk about, oh, it's to do with your brain waves and it didn't happen and all of this, but you know, I knew it had happened, Yeah. but I was kind of trying to work it out myself. So anyway, try and do a shortened version here. So basically one day I was there and I was in a mediumship class. Goodness knows how I found myself there. And I remember sitting with someone and the teacher, the tutor that was there, Angela Watkins, still someone I'm in yeah. contact with, said, what can you see? And I said, oh, I, can't, I can't see anything. Yeah. And then she said, no, what do you see? And I just started to see this picture of someone's kitchen and a gentleman. And I said, this is what I'm seeing. And the girl sitting in front of me said, 
that's my grandfather that was the home that we were brought up in and we used to visit all the time when you know when he was still alive mm. I was like, really and then he started talking to me and he started conveying information and I'm like and that's when Angela said to me you're a natural medium and so I hadn't really been trained it yeah. was just those openings yeah uh, and then I went on to train and do lots and lots I was very very blessed to be able to work with many different amazing channels and mediums and and I went on to um, lead this double life as I said where I worked on the platforms um, you know the platform in the churches yeah in London and worked as a child protection trauma specialist <laughs> in the oh, day. Wow. so then you know years later brought that all together um you know and and here we are now many many years I'm 52 now and that was when I was 27 so it was a long time ago and and now what I do is uh, I channel light language, as you said, light yep. code. I incorporate my clairvoyant ability to be able to see into the body, to see into the field. And my guides talk to me all the time. Um, you know, just recently, actually, interestingly, I think we've had lots of upgrades recently. Mm -hmm. Just recently, a new collective is working with me and they come through with a particular language which is just so beautiful and whenever mm -hmm. anyone hears it you know they say oh i can just feel like a softness in my heart and an opening so i yeah. feel like it's for humanity um and i just kind of continue to you know teach help people to learn how to bring their channeling through i've written a book i um it's just about to be published i was very honored. Yeah. yeah it's called awaken the light within your heart Nice. Um, I was very honoured to win the Hay House writing competition last year. Amazing. And I got a contract uh, nice. and it's going on an international book tour from October. So that's really exciting. So we're literally at the point of like doing the finer details and the front cover and it's going to be wow. out very that's cool. soon. Yeah, it's it's so not it's not an easy it's not an easy task getting your book out there. Carl's just actually just published his um, and I in my because you talk about being a scientist well my husband's actually a scientist and oh, i'm actually amazing. a naturopath by trade yeah. so it's kind of like and i trained both, as a naturopath as well yeah i trained as a naturopath so i get it yeah amazing. so you've got the scientific mind wow. and yeah. so what's really great about that is that we can have the scientific mind and we can also have the mind where we can start to delve into that spirituality and so what else so what i wanted to ask was you said that you had this awakening when you were um, in grad school or like when you were at university, I suppose, I college? Was, I was doing my postgraduate. You were doing so your postgraduate? and I was doing my postgrad in psychotherapy, yeah. psychoanalytic psychotherapy, and it was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. But after I had my awakening, I still carried on doing it, and I'm glad I did because uh, it massively opened doors, you know, in my career. It was part but, of your path, yeah. Like, why? You know why am i doing this is not about analyzing people yeah <laughs> yeah about, there's way more to life than this <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but i didn't know what, but you, you know, didn't I have didn't... any of these signs when you were when you were younger it's interesting i mean when i think about it i was always a child that used to apparently speak to people down the garden uh, i mean we had this big garden like the um, fairies where... and stuff yeah yeah and i and i think it was 
I didn't know though because we weren't brought up, you know, like yeah. my family were not aware spiritual people, you know, mm-hmm. small spiritual, but they they didn't know. And actually, even now, I'm the one that's kind of cut from a completely different cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> So, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something like oh, my children. I've got two teenagers who are nearly fifteen and, and thirteen and a half, um, and they've been brought up in this world. So, mm. you know, they 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 have this awareness and consciousness and understanding, and and everything has just been accepted about them. Whereas yeah. when I was brought up, we just didn't talk about it. It just wasn't even there, you know. Yeah, my I mean, my kids. Uh, I've got an eighteen and a twenty year old. And they're at a completely different stage because I I had my awakening like maybe four years ago, maybe five years ago, and yeah. so they weren't brought up in that era, in that sort of. Yeah. Um, so now they I'm totally, sure I'm sure they still look at me and go, "Mum, you're nuts, seriously." You're mad. Yeah. <laughs> you're mad. I still get that. Don't worry, I still get that. Yeah, so, you <laughs> but know, especially with okay. a friend. Like, yeah. oh, um, what does your mum do? Um, mm, does she how do I explain this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. So they don't, they don't really want to. I mean, my daughter's much more accepting because she's nearly 15 and yeah. very aware. But my son is like, mum, don't talk about that in front of people. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. If, uh, was, do you think that your studies in psychology and psychotherapy were essential, like a... a, a the foundation building for what you're doing now? I honestly think that people that go into psychology and psychotherapy are literally trying to work themselves out, right? Mm. And I think and I think that's why we go into it. So I think from my perspective, it was really important for me to go down that journey. And it opened, as I said earlier, it opened doors. I mean, I, you know, feel very blessed by the opportunities I've had because of that training that I had. But I don't think it's necessary now. Yeah. Like, I honestly don't think. I think that now I talk to my children about it who are home educated, actually. And I say, just follow what truly Your guidance you system. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's loads of people that have their careers on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have to. I'm not suggesting people do that. But you don't have to go out and get what I did, which was a string of qualifications. You know, I I honestly don't feel that now. Um, I think that you've come in, especially the kids, I'm sure yours, Mm -hmm. you know, have come in. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly where they're going and they just fight against the system that tries to tell them something different. Well, it's it's interesting because my... I was talking to my parents about this today and my husband and I come from very different um, backgrounds and my husband comes from a background where he's obviously to be a scientist, you've got to be highly qualified. You've got to, you know, everything's about academia, education, um, otherwise he couldn't have the positions he does. Me, I've gone to uni, I've got my bachelor degree, but I don't use the knowledge that I had from back then now. Yeah. in what I'm doing. But it's within you. It's yeah, within it's within you. me. And, think, and it was a path for me. To, yeah. And it's a path yeah. for me to get to where I am now. But exactly. But it's interesting yeah. how we both see it because to him academia is really important. To me, mm. I'm like, academia is great. Um, mm. but I believe that life experience teaches Absolutely. you a lot more than what yeah. the qualification can. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting and if you look at belief systems. Yeah. You know, like, I know I teach my children. I didn't teach them. I remind them because they know already. But 
um, we know already who we are, but we just forget, yeah. you know. So I remind them that they can create a manifest and they were sitting doing dream vision boards the other day, you know, creating what they're creating. So I, yeah. I was never doing that as a child, you know. And so I, I'm saying to them, well, look, when you create, you create from a place of harmony and love mm -hmm. and not from a and place peace. of fear, not from, yeah. from a place of I have to have, just from a place of, you know what, actually I'm going to create this because it, 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 it's my heart's desire. Yeah, you know, I'm a big one for vision. I'm a big one for vision boards, mm -hmm. and I think just having that ability to use your imagination because let's face it, we've all been imagination's been knocked out of us since we're at high school or grad school. So it's kind of mm -hmm. to be able to get back into it and to go, oh, the imagination is so cool and it's so important, and um, we can create our own realities. It's kind of exciting. And so, that's really important to clear the energy of the vision board. So if people absolutely. are listening to this and they make one, there's maybe some resistance to what they've put on it. Mm -hmm. So they need to make sure they make acceptance that that is possible because that's a key thing. So how would they? <laughs> so how would they do that then, Susan? Oh well, I mean, I do it in a particular way. But I mean, I always um, I use if I'm teaching someone how to yeah. do it, I would use muscle testing. Yep. So I mm -hmm. would I would say to them um, rather than you know rather than just guessing. Because mm -hmm. our conscious mind says, oh, yeah. sure, I, I, I can have that, right? But um, our, obviously our, our field and our, our emotional body and yeah. our physical body shows us something else. So mm -hmm. I would say to muscle test on um, I am fully aligned to yeah. this frequency or something like that and then check, you know, yes or no, get a good yes or no um, beforehand and you know, I actually, I've actually put a bit of muscle testing and uh, that sort of thing in my book because mm -hmm. my book is very self-help, so it's got all my processes in it and oh, the guides nice. channel throughout it. So mm. they channel information and light codes and healing throughout it. Yeah. One of the bits are just showing it to me uh, on the picture. One of the one of the pages there is actually how you do that and how you use it for yourself. So that might be helpful when it comes out finally later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you but yeah so i would say that and then um whatever healing needed to happen for that so if it was something like um i'm afraid you know like i'm, I'm afraid that that'll never happen so say someone's yeah. got a relationship on that and it's like the relationship of their dreams and yet they've got a block in childhood then yeah. i would say you know that would be the work you would do on that but you know i can't really tell you unless yeah. i've got the person no, there, no exactly exactly there's some great tips though you you were talking yeah. about children. Of course, we have a whole generation of starseed children we who do. understand uh, intuitively uh, from a different perspective that you don't have to go through all the all the crap that we have over Absolutely. the you know all the history. Yeah, I think my my feeling about the children. Um, I have a children's galactic crystal healing chamber, and what the guys when they channeled that, they said to me, "We're not clearing the karma." of yeah. the children we're clearing the karma that they brought in from the parents okay. so we're only clearing that that they held and keeping them in the frequency obviously protection but the frequency of aligning to their mission so okay. it's not that they're necessarily clearing which surprised me but yeah. they're not actually clearing anything from lifetimes before because they came in and they still That's need why. 
and they still need to be able to experience that karma. That's the thing. You can't clear what they're needing to learn. No, but you can actually clear the parents. Yeah. Because that isn't theirs. Yes, exactly. So basically they're coming in with that frequency. And so what people have said when they put their children in there is that they have this sense that the children were felt safer at school or they felt safer in their friendships and they felt that they could because they don't have all of the attachments to the parents exactly yeah Yeah, exactly fantastic i think i think that's really important yeah Yeah. um so so do you think that as a medium do you think that we all have the ability to to be i mean we all channel uh, we don't always Absolutely. listen. We don't always listen. I mean, I'm yeah. super conscious. Success is all about the higher self. So my my whole purpose here is to help people to connect to their higher self, to source, uh, to yeah. higher consciousness, and which is really channeling. But at the same time, it's about getting in connection with that true self, that authentic self. Absolutely. And so, mm. so if people took time or to just quiet their mind and stop being so busy and to take time for that do you think that we could all start to hear these messages that are being channeled through us i think more so now mm-hmm. because obviously you know expansion has happened over yeah. the last couple of years and so the expansion um going within and coming yeah. within, literally physically within but going with it um actually has allowed people to realize that they are so much more than they are Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And what I feel is really key as well is clearing blocks to all of those times that they were silenced. Yeah. And maybe were killed for being a healer. You know, if I if I see that in the Akashic records, I see it a lot with people. So I run a channeling class and what I do before I actually work with anybody on the first session, we mm. clear the block to those lifetimes because then what happens is it allows the expansion of listening to um, the guidance. But Mm -hmm. I used to do beginner's mediumship. I don't do that anymore um, because I don't feel anyone's a beginner that finds me. They're not a beginner. Um, No one's a beginner right now. I mean, we're all, you know, very And I think think we're actually in such a blessed time right now because when when we look at, at the universe and we look at the people and we see the level of ascension that's starting to happen. We see more people that are wanting to meditate, more people that are really interested in in tapping into they know that there's more to it than just our ego. They know that there's more to it than just, you know, this 3D existence. So I think we're in a really blessed time. And I think that our level of expansion is just, you know, you just have to look around and and see the light in so many people now um that just wasn't there years and years ago so i think i think it's a really great time it is and i you know definitely what um you were saying as well about you know spending that time in that quiet Mm. that's really important yeah but there's kind of like a recipe i i kind of teach a recipe because Mm -hmm. i think sometimes people aren't taught to you know create a sacred space first before they do anything yeah and then ground and connect and then learn how to bring in their guides or if they do mediumship then to know how to kind of bring one in at a time and yeah, all that kind of stuff yeah because i think that so many people just say oh i can hear you know a inf- bit of information for somebody 
but we don't know where that comes from. No. And we don't know, you know, and sometimes people, um, you know, really want to do it and there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes it comes through their own thoughts. Yeah. So I think it's important to um, maybe find somebody like yourself, Jennifer, or, you know, find somebody who feels drawn to work with someone to yeah. help them actually mm -hmm. understand the mechanism, the science, but the mechanism of how you really put those things in place. And it's not about safety, but it's about sacredness. Yeah. I think it's really important. Absolutely. And I think I think the thing is too, what's really interesting is the world is changing so much at the moment that the the energies that are in our world are so varied. Yeah. And so I think, you know, because there's so much fear out there, because there's so many, you know, there's so much going on around the world. And so myself and another uh, co-host of mine, we do the Self-Empowered Empath podcast because both of us mm. being empaths have been struggling with energy vampires probably from, you know, since we were very little. So we actually teach yes. people how to manage that energy, how to cut the cords. And like you say, you know, when it comes to, you know, kids and, and their parents' um, karma, being able to cut cords from those that are causing, um, that Absolutely. are, you know, um, affecting your energy is so important. And I don't, and I think that needs to be done before we can really tap into that higher part of us um, because otherwise some of the thoughts that we have are not our own. There's, there's other thought yeah. forms from other people too. Exactly, exactly. And there's always contrast, right? You know, yeah. there's always contrast. You know, I, in my early days of um, spiritual work, you know, in my 20s and early 30s, it was like, oh, everything's light and love. You know, <laughs> there's nothing, you know, it's like everything's just lovely. Well, without but contrast, actually, what would there be? We have contrast, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have contrast. And and we all have that, you know, being a, a trauma specialist, we all have that shadow, right? Yeah, Everyone absolutely. has a little part of them that, you know, they're bringing out to heal right now, especially mm -hmm. with all the portals opening. You know, we had obviously beautiful um, Syrian Stargate and the Lionsgate. Yeah. You know, really powerful, powerful energy. It was yeah. crazy. I tend to get it just before and I'm like, oh, mm. why am I feeling? So, you know, like, you know, we're yeah. talking about all these wonderful things. So we understand not only are you a medium, but you're a channel who uh, channels galactic beings, divine beings. Yeah. Would you be able to bring some of your friends in and we can continue the discussion uh, with them about this? I, this is just lovely. Sure, absolutely. I mean, yeah, um, but before when uh, I was thinking about, I don't really prepare anything, but I was mm -hmm. thinking about, you know, coming on and connecting with you guys and co-creating. Um, I got a sense that they, um, it's its a light language, so it's not mm -hmm. English, yeah. right? So it's a light language that will come through. Um, I got a sense that they wanted to give uh, a message for mission. Okay, and, awesome. Um, it was, yeah, because it's really important right now for people to align to why they're really here. Yeah. Um, and that's my mission, really. I, You know, my mission is to help people align to their mission. And however that is, you know, will be however it is for them. But the sense I got... Um, was very much that they wanted to come through yeah, with a with a gentle uh, kind of message for every single person listening, including awesome. you guys, mm -hmm. um, 
to, um, they, I'm hearing them say, because they tend to tell me before they come in with it, um, a seeding of the, never, the next part of the mission. So it's almost okay. like the opening and the seeding. I can see this opening. Okay, good, excellent. So let's bring them in. So I will close my eyes for this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because that's how it comes through. So just bear with me. And I laugh as well and smile because that is so funny. <laughs> I love it. I just love light language. It's just, it's just so, it's just so like you just feel so warm after it. It's, it's and, um, so great. And you have to really get past. So when it was many years ago that light language came in for me, um, but. It took me ages before I would do like language publicly or with clients. I just did it with friends and tested it out, you know. Um, but now I just have to laugh at it because I'm like, actually, you know, um, you could be seen as crazy, right? But it is <laughs> it comes through. I can yeah. feel the love. That comes and there's through. so many, and there's so many different dialects of it. Like we've had a few oh, people yeah, on yeah. that have spoken light language, and mm. they're all so different. And yeah. so it's so great. So. Um, so yeah. we're talking about it's the mission. Fast. It's so fast, literally, mm -hmm. like you just can't even, you know, uh, keep up, you know, the sense I got that there was, um, it, like almost like an activation within our higher hearts Yeah, uh, that happened there. So did you feel, what did you? I did. Yeah, no, did I, I it, it was kind of like this, this almost like this penetration within the heart. It was like this, yeah. um, you could feel the light sort of coming straight through. Yeah. So what about you, Carl? How did you feel with that? Basically just uh, um, a sense of wonderment and expansion. And, yeah. you know, um, awesome. I, I didn't really know what he was talking about, but, but I mean, I had that those senses, those two senses. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I could hear it was quite collective because mm. I could hear that there was some Syrian, some Arcturian, um, Palladian, and I could kind of hear that there were many different um people they wanted to come in because it was very much about mission. So Yeah. So as you as you're speaking light language, say for, for people that don't speak like language, because obviously it's not something that everybody knows yeah. or understands. Um does that actually get translated within us um, as it's spoken yeah. or yeah so so even though people may not understand it um, it's actually translated so you will actually get the messages it actually kind of gets uh, transcoded or converted or whatever within your DNA and within especially, your system especially it's like a coding it's like, yeah so when I see it especially when Macalzadek comes in um, mm. to do activations with people, um, which actually happens in every of the chamber, chambers that I have, but in sessions as well, you know, we're on groups. 
when he comes in i can see he kind of opens up this um clairvoyantly this book mm. a, a bit like the cash records i suppose yeah and it has codes and what i watch is the coding just kind of coming in to the person's yeah. field um, okay so i just feel like you know mm -hmm. i totally trust it mm -hmm. and i suppose um people say to me that they feel a sense of peace within yeah. them when they and that's decide. kind of yeah that's kind of how i felt feel with the light language mm -hmm. is even though mm -hmm. i don't speak it myself um mm -hmm. i do i do feel like it's actually going throughout my body that it's actually being transcoded so mm -hmm. i think that it's um even so i just wanted to sort of like clarify that for the listeners yeah. that are kind of going but i didn't understand a thing that was said know that yeah. the message that they're trying to send you has actually gone in right so it's got the frequency is within you and so i think it's really um yeah i just wanted to bring that up for those that may be kind of a bit That's confused <laughs> so i mean mother mary will come in but she'll come in yeah. with tones healing the suffering child yes. um the palladians will often come in with tones healing resentment um, the Arcturians come in, if they come in on their own, um, they'll come in with a different kind of um, mm -hmm. sense about it, much more directive. It's usually if I've got a teacher in front of me, you know. Um, so they each in. have their own kind of yeah. um, specialty, I suppose, where they, they focus on they certain do. things. So yeah. so which ones were, were focused more on the healing side of things? They're all focused on the healing. Yeah. They're all focused on healing. But this was mission so yeah this was a lot of them so together, all of them were coming together yeah through. yeah yeah which i haven't which i haven't had before so they just, awesome. they just come in and, thank you all yeah. do people find it difficult to balance that you have galactic beings come in and mother mary and jesus who are considered divine angelic type of beings or do some people have a hard time accepting that you're doing both of them do they do those beings have different messages? Yeah, Joshua tends to come in with the message of um, his message that he was seen as uh, one that was sacrificed. Yeah, and which he comes in with that message um, <clears throat> and how actually it you know it's it was surrender. Yeah, so it was surrendering the journey. He comes into a lot of the galactic chambers actually, and and just stands there with you know the energy of receiving at the feet mm -hmm. so he comes in with beautiful you know messages for people and mother mary very much coming in to heal the suffering child and quite often it's the baby okay self. yeah um so, so like the inner the child or yeah yeah so when i do the inner child work um which is a lot of my processes um mm. they when i'm working with people then she will come in and almost like finalize it so yeah. we'll do the inner child work um yeah the acceptance the healing the you know clearing those blocks to whatever we felt unworthiness whatever it might be um and fears and she will come in and that's when i see the child go into the heart so it's almost uh, like the reuniting of that don't want to say soul fragment but that part of us that aspect of us that's been outside of us for a long time feeling mm. like i can't possibly do that yeah wow that's cool and yeah, and you cool. know when you i mean when you when you look at it i mean it, they're all non-physical um parts of consciousness so 
you know, it's um, they've all got their own messages, and um, and so I think that's I think that's great, and and I love it. I love it when they all come through. So, mm-hmm. um, so why do you think that uh, these beings of light and love chose you to be uh, their voice here on Earth? I think they've chosen a lot of us, mm. um, but it's more about us. I mean, this has been planned. I Being open to it. Many, many, many eons if yeah. you have a timeline. Um, and I believe, like, we're volunteers. I think this mm-hmm. is a volunteer time, you know. I think that, I mean, Dolores uh, Cannon talks about the volunteers, and I, I really... I really think that what she channeled at those times makes sense because um, we're coming in to help, you know, the collective humanity, but we have to heal ourselves first yes, um, so that we can be that light out in the world. So it's a constant journey for us, you know, to heal Mm -hmm. ourselves. It is. It's a a (laughs) never-ending journey and I think it's, you know, as, as you were talking about before and you were talking about the shadow side and, yeah, um, one of the other programs and one of the other um, co- collaborations I have is actually something we call the Higher Self Mastery, and it's one I do with a good friend of mine, Lenny, and she um, and she channels the Higher Self as well. But one of the big parts of that is actually healing, uh, is actually connecting with that shadow side, because so many of us push it push it away and pretend exactly. that it doesn't exist, but it's really important for us to recognise that it's a part of us and once we can actually connect with it, we can love it, we can move through it, we can heal from it, um, okay. then then mm-hmm. I think that's when we can really start to get that peace that we're looking for um, because okay. resistance is what's going what's gonna to block us from, from being able to, you know, reach those higher dimensions of consciousness. So... I definitely agree with that. And mm. I, you know, and I also feel that, you know, the guys often say resistance is futile. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we can't resist anything. But I, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that comes from like a um, Star Wars or something. But, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that sounds like a Star Wars point. <laughs> yeah, resistance is futile. But no, but I, I, I definitely feel that the divine feminine and divine masculine is um in its we're coming to that balance now where we mm. are you know really in our divine feminine really in our divine masculine yeah. and there were blind spots to that and blind spots to uh for women being in their divine feminine definitely and for men being in their true divine masculine mm-hmm. which is a balance of that beautiful giving and receiving and you know we've got obviously got the hunter gatherer and the nurturer part yeah of us, you know and we're, we're wired that way but we had to come into this um thank you into this union together the guides are saying so that and i don't mean necessarily with another but a yeah. union together with ourselves mm-hmm. and that is where the shadow parts of us are being healed right now yeah um because those are the parts where we didn't, you know, yeah. acknowledge that part of us. And and not just from now, but from times, way times before. Yeah, exactly, from lifetimes ago. And mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because I went into the cash records and, you know, looked at a couple of my past lives and realised that I was still dealing with stuff in this lifetime that happened like two lifetimes back. And I was having to deal with shadow sides now 
that I hadn't dealt with and feelings now that I hadn't dealt with. And I'd gone through my life going, why do I feel like this? Because there's nothing that's happened in this lifetime that's caused it. But then once you look back and you go, whoa, okay, this makes sense now. And so then I've had to go on a heal, self-healing um, process to be able to get through go through all of that and I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's what we need to realize is it's not necessarily all from this lifetime it comes from comes from like I said eons ago um and I like that word so, um, <laughs> so it's a process yeah it's like now it's playing out now it, it oh. is psychotherapy and um, you know obviously that's I'm trained in that so I'm not dissing it in any way but that's why I think psychotherapy was useful yeah but I I'm not so sure it's useful now yeah because I think what it does is just brings us to the place of oh my goodness that was awful that happened let's talk about it for a long time and it does keep us in that victim mode doesn't it it doesn't allow us to take responsibility for, okay, um, we can now move on from this and we can heal. Yeah. Um, I think it's important yeah. for acceptance. I think because I, I Absolutely. Do believe, um, this this lifetime, I feel we, it wasn't that it was seeded here, but I definitely think it was triggered here. Yeah. So I think, you know, like you're saying, Jennifer, about your, you know, things that you saw in the Akashic Records, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure your listeners understand what that is, but the Book of Life and all yeah. of your lifetimes and so on. I've um, had episodes on it, so yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So so basically that's probably where the origin was, and it could have mm. been other, other galactic lifetimes as well, but it was seeded here, triggered here rather, and so – anything that's happened in our experience uh, from growing in the womb from the point of conception actually growing in the womb until now actually it is it definitely has affected yes yeah. so if you're listening to this it has affected you but it doesn't mean that that's the origin but yeah. i feel this is why i wrote my book was so that more people could heal themselves is that we have to look at that part first yeah sometimes we have to look at that part to have acceptance that yeah that happened right Mm. that happened and then we heal that part of us Um, Mm -hmm. and my process is i don't really need to know the story but you know we heal that part of us and then we can go to that next i suppose layer of the onion where it's like okay right now my frequency is this and i get it but i'm still attracting lack of money um yeah debt, someone being unkind to me i'm still attracting this in my frequency so what is that about yeah you know? mm-hmm. that's the part where i think we go oh okay that and that's that real work. inner work that's that yeah. real inner work then you go okay i've got to yeah. put all this together now there's exactly. something else blocking me and yeah you go and no talk. blame no shame sorry Cole. go ahead no. Hey there, I really hope that you're enjoying this episode and I ask that you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes that I publish from any of my different segments. So let me interrupt the show just for a moment to let you know about something amazing that I have to offer you. Firstly, if you haven't yet signed up for my free Superconscious Success Inner Circle, then definitely go ahead and do that now. 
However, that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. Today, I want to share with you about my brand new website called Universal Consciousness Workshops that hosts some incredible intensives all throughout the year. We have intensives for our nine anchor transformational process, our self-empowered empath process, our 12 steps to ascension process, and many more. These three-day online intensives are incredible and will provide you with insight that will allow you to grow and evolve as the individual you are designed to be. To discover what intensives are available right now, head across to universalconsciousnessworkshops.com slash intensives and learn more. However, if you're wanting to receive 25% off both the standard and the VIP tickets for any of the intensives, then all you need to do is become a member of that Superconscious Success Inner Circle, which is absolutely free until I reach 1,000 members, at which time it will start to become premium. Get in now and you'll lock it in free for a lifetime. To sign up, just go to superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Now let's head back to this episode. No, I was going to say, you guys have been talking about healing. I know Jen just mentioned self-healing. And on your website, Susan, you, you state that we all have the power to heal ourselves, but yet the vast majority of the people in the world have no clue on this. I mean, what are, yeah. what are is human missing on this? What What's the elements we're missing to know this? Well, great question. Think about, uh, yeah, great question. <laughs> Um, I mean, my science background, obviously, you know, I, I come from the point that, you know, I was trained as a psychologist, we were looking at the mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was trained as a psychotherapist, we were looking at um, what happened in our psyche, that it was psychoanalytic psychotherapy as well, what happened in our psyche that led us to be this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that then as a naturopath looking at what part of us what can we I know you know Jennifer yeah <laughs> what how can we heal ourselves using techniques cleansing techniques and foods and so on and hydration of course you know to stop that dehydration stress cycle that we're having so all of that together then we look at the medical model and I have no judgment with the medical model at all I think we need the medical model but I I think that perhaps we've um, been brought up to think that the answer is in um, an injection in or pharmaceuticals. Tablets, a pharmaceutical. And I think we've, and that's just from a place of, you know, the generations and generations of feeling something we outside. We didn't know of any different. Mm. Yeah. So something outside of me has the answers. When what we're really noticing now is that maybe that didn't work, like the whole song, you know, the drugs don't work. So I think that it suppresses the true reason of, of, of who we are. And the guide said to me a long time ago, the body is the barometer for the soul. Yeah. And so we've got this amazing physicality that carries our soul, of course, and it's our jacket, and I call it our jacket. And this physical body is talking to us all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if it's a deep picture of disease, and I just want to do a disclaimer, you know, I don't claim to heal or cure anyone, and I'm not a doctor, but what I do know is that I've watched people heal themselves. Yeah. And so the way that they heal themselves is by acknowledging who they are, not mm -hmm. just acknowledging who they are, but understanding who they are and that they are a soul having a human experience, and that actually they know that their body is giving them those messages because the soul is trying to say to them, this is your path, this is where you're supposed to be, and this is not loving you. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think that I think that once you can actually tap into those messages that's um I mean, I've been dealing with this plantar fasciitis um ah. on my foot for for a while. And okay. I started when I started looking at it and I looked at the foot that it was on and I, you know, started to assess it. And I'm going, you know what, this is all about you standing on your own two feet. It's all about you feeling secured. It's all about you feeling um grounded. And so then, you know, you start to work on that and you start to work on your chakras and, and all of that. And I've been, I've been dealing with some, um, you know, some energy vampires that have been around me at work and, and that sort of thing. And I've noticed that the pain's been worse when I've been around them. Um, and so I think that once you can actually start to piece things together and go, okay, this is just a sign from, like you said, from your soul, saying, look, this is something you need to look at. Um, and a lot of the time it's not physical. You know what I mean? It's like you can actually heal it. Playing from out within. It's just playing out physically because it's something that you're not dealing with internally. Um, so it's with the feet yeah. as well. It's, it's about moving forward as well. But, but yeah. on the bottom of the feet, because I know that that's on the bottom of the feet, mm. and it's, to, it's the muscles and bones and so yeah. on. And that from neuropsychology is is about our self-worth and yep. identity yep. and so you know um, that's just from the sciencey bit so if it's our self-worth and identity i always find that if it's something to do with our feet legs knees hips mm -hmm. something like that then it's about our our acceptance of being human yeah and so mother meaning connected to mother mother earth sorry let me breathe yeah <laughs> deep breath yep. um you know um how safe do we feel being supported by mother earth yeah how safe do we feel being supported by mother mm -hmm. and that's what i find when i work when i have worked with people with this um with anything feet or yeah uh, you know, these and i think and that's the thing i think that for for a long time and this is why i created the self-empowered empath podcast because for a long time you know there there were people within my experience that that were vampires like i said um and so it kind of affected my self-worth and my identity and that sort of thing and i didn't actually deal with it mm. and because i didn't deal with it then what happens this stuff starts oh. to pop up and so you know you've got to and this is for the listeners at home to understand I think it's really great you went into that because I think um it kind of pieces stuff together for me because I think that it's made me realize okay you know it's getting a lot better but there's yeah. still some work that needs to be done and and so it's just a signal just you know keep working on it and keep recognizing your value and you know talk to them and just say you know, yeah I, I have a free video course on my website and one part of it is you know connecting with the messages in your body yeah and um, when we can actually like you said go into the quietness go into the silence and when we understand our body's talking to us that's the first step mm -hmm. and then just like okay what are you trying to tell me what are you trying to tell me what are you yeah. trying to tell me and just listen what are you trying to tell me and you might mm -hmm. just get one word or you might just get you know, you may not get a word or you may like later on in the day get a sense, oh, um, a feather falls down in front of you or, yeah. you know, someone says something and they're like, and, and or you see something on YouTube or someone says about their foot or something or how they, you know, you, yeah. or, you know, there'll be something 
that will be given to you because when you ask, it is given. Yeah, exactly. And oh, sorry, Carl, what were you saying? I was just going to say, I think in modern society, uh, a lot of people don't hear the body saying or no. even know to ask question what are you trying to tell me what are you trying to tell me because everybody's walking around with earbuds you know i go out for a run and people have white sticks sticking out of there talking to themselves they have noise in their ears they can't hear their own thoughts they don't know to listen to the body you know and ask what are you trying to tell me but Carl, one thing i want to say to that is that everyone's at a different stage yeah. in their expansion and their ascension and if everyone was, I mean, it's going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. We are all going to be somewhere else at one point. But at the moment, this is the time where we have to give compassion to ourselves yeah. 100%, but also incredible compassion to everyone else. Yeah. Because they are a reflection of us. Yeah. So everyone, we're all one, you know, so we are a, a beautiful mirror of everything. So mm. if we see something, then it depends on how it makes us feel or depends on what part of us has a resonance to that frequency. Well, and that's, and that's the thing too. It's like I'm probably one of those people that has earbuds coming out of my ear, but that's because I'm always either listening to my favourite podcast, my favourite YouTube, um, and mainly because that actually helps me get up into a high vibe and so some of these people, I think, yes, they. I think people are at different stages. Some really yeah. don't like listening to their thoughts. Um, my husband is is TV funny. He has to. Time, yeah, you know. my husband. Yeah. He he likes to have music on all the time. That's his way of relaxing. Um, me, I can go into my meditation nook and I love it because I can I can literally just okay. walk for six hours and just listen to my higher self. No but, wonder you're. Her fasciitis flare-ups. Yeah, six hours. <laughs> but I, I started realising, like, with the plan of fasciitis, because when I was at high school, and this is what I was talking about, the energy vampires, I was bullied at high school. And I never dealt with it because I didn't know how to. It was like, you know, you just take it throughout your life. And, yeah. and so then, of course, that, you know, your self-worth gets affected and all sorts of different things. And okay. so I only realised this once I started doing this work and I went, this is something you've got to work on. Um, and so I think that this is what people have to recognise is that there's there's so many different things that, that can go on in your life and there's so much work that you have to do throughout your life, um, so much inner work. And it, and that, that part of you as well, Jen, that part yeah. of you, you know, when you were um, bullied, mm. you know, you made, you made that mean something about you. Yeah, which I did. Which is not true. No. And so that not true thing that you made it mean about you mm. was perhaps carried through, you know, yeah. in every part. Exactly, of it. exactly. It became my new belief system. And okay. so that new belief system, no matter how many times my husband told me that it wasn't true, no matter how many times he reassured me, it was still within me yeah. to feel like that because I hadn't dealt with those issues. And so now I'm sort of like, you know what, what they said, I'm, I'm glad it happened because it helped me to become the person I am. But I had yeah. to get to the point that I went, what they said about me or what they said to me, that wasn't true. And yeah. you're not what they said. And so, you know, and so it's starting to, starting to get better. And I think that, you know, and the, 
the foot will deal with itself over time. So that's fantastic because I think it's something that a lot of people are dealing with. And Carl actually works in a foot um, in a shoe store and I'm sees running. a lot of plantar fasciitis. So the next time somebody comes to you and says they've got it, you say, have you been looking at your self-worth and self-identity lately? <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. So, you know, Susan, I would love to hear more about your new book. What is the name yeah. of it? You're, and you're coming on Hay House. How awesome is that? Yeah, so awesome. What's the name of it? It's called Awaken the Light Within Your Heart. Oh, and, beautiful. Um, it is a self-healing book obviously um it starts with a little bit of story about me not a massive bit just a bit just an opening and then it goes into um what the guides channel through so i remember when i was editing it it was i was like oh my god i don't remember writing that yeah, yeah. because uh it was channeled and they speak to everything they speak to money they speak to manifesting they speak to relationships they speak to who we are they and every single word is coded with healing. And people wow. that have read the draft have yep. said, oh, I can really feel like something going on in my head, like tingling. Um, so that that's amazing. And that's then amazing. the second part of the book is all of um, my processes. So they were born from working with veterans uh, many years ago um, with PTSD, uh, that was a long time ago. And then of course they're evolved and they are fifth dimensional processes to access parts of us that we don't know that we don't know. Yeah. And so they're very easy to follow and I've tested them all out on my members and they've all tested them for how I've written them. Cause obviously mm -hmm. normally I would channel them whilst I'm doing it with people, but I wrote them and wrote them in a way that was so clear for people. Um, and so I got all the, so lots of testimonials from that, which are Beautiful. actually in the book. Yeah. to show people that they can heal, you know, yeah. 30 years of being in a relationship which wasn't good for them, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, and then and then the guides speak again and they speak about who they are as well, which is really beautiful. And I and I love I love those channeled books because I think you get so much insight out of them. And yeah. um and so I'm really looking forward to it. When's when's it due to come out? <laughs> Well, we're just in the final bits. I mean, it goes to um, an international book fair tour in October. So it's in, it starts in Frankfurt, then it goes to Mexico, then it's London, which I'll probably be at, and then New York, which I'll be at as well uh, in June. Nice. And then it's Beijing, which I probably won't be at. And that's um, in October. So it's like an October to October. Nice. And uh, so it's got its own little legs that it will go with the publishers and be promoted. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so probably end of September. But we're literally, like, each day in conversation and, you know, like, finalising little bits and pieces. But the front cover, oh, oh absolutely love nice. it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I would, I would. I, I can relate to, uh, you know, my, my new book, True Spirituality and the Law of Attraction, just came out. And going back and reading your own work and saying, I wrote that? Yeah. yeah. Because really, it, <laughs> exactly. Spirit just leads it through you, you know, I go, wait, yeah. I'm capable of writing that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, and it is kind of like, I mean, I just, I had no idea. And I just kind of just went, you know what, what do you want me to say? And yeah. that's what happened. And and the process of already a course called Sparkle to Success that it's now renamed Awaken the Light. But it was a course that I'd run for years. So it was like that was already kind of there and that was just fine tuned. 
but it was three days of constant channeling. I just decided, I took that time out and I just channeled for three days. Yeah. I ate as well, but you know, yeah. I channeled. <laughs> but it's funny how. A lot of time and that's well, what came out. And I think it's funny, right, because when I was doing my naturopathy um, work, because I interviewed experts in in that field before I went to the spirituality side, and it was interesting because I wrote eight books in that time. Wow. But I wrote them more from the 3D. So it was all science-based. It was all. And then I came across this, this, and I wrote um, Altier Money Mindset. I wrote that in like I think it was two weeks and I sat down and that was just my higher self coming through. That was just and so it's very different how it's written from mm-hmm. that as opposed to when you're writing from the 3D experience and you just, you know, science after science after science. So it's exactly. really cool. Yeah. Mine's got both. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's got, got both. Spiritual science has got both of it going on in there. It kind of had to be like that. They, yeah, they keep wanting to do another one, but I'm like, not yet, not yet. Yeah, give me some time. <laughs> so what um yeah. if our listeners would like to know more about you, Susan, I, I could talk oh. to you for hours, obviously, but oh, you know, you. it's it's kind of getting late here. So um, but if our listeners would like to know more about you or um, you know, get in touch with you, how can they do that? So I have a YouTube channel, which is my name, Susan Kennard, and I'd love it if they pop over. I have uh, two videos a week. One is a five-minute frequency Mm tune-up, which is where the guides will come through and do that. Yeah, (laughs) just five minutes, and they'll come in and do um, light language or whatever we need. Um, And then another video where I there's a subject of the week. So that'd be amazing if people could come over there. My website is my name as well, which is Susan Kennard, and it's dot co dot uk so it's the co dot uk um facebook obviously linkedin which is where we we found me um so linkedin um where else uh yeah just across all All the main all the main platforms and it's all under susan kennard it is everything is under my name fantastic well thank you so much for being here with us today susan it's been so much fun don't forget the podcast Oh, the don't forget the podcast, the spiritual, yeah, the spiritual Awakener. The Spiritual, the spiritual Awakener. awakener. Like There's across all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, thank you for oh, being thank here. Thank you, Carl and Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Brilliant. We really, really loved it. Okay, we'll speak to you soon, Susan. Bye. Okay.